on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Daily Mail. They managed to get the chaos at the ATMs last night onto the front page, uh, calling it a bank blunder, Bank of Ireland facing a crisis after thousands of customers descended on ATMs yesterday evening, attempting to take advantage of a major IT glitch. Uh, And there was sort of a problem all day. Customers were told yesterday afternoon there was an issue with the app and the banking website after being flooded with complaints. And then some customers worked out that they could access cash from ATMs despite having low levels of funds. People were transferring money over to Revolut that they didn't have and then taking it out of the ATM from Bank of Ireland. Uh, Apparently the WhatsApp groups were flying and this is why we saw queues of people outside ATMs, uh, certainly in Dublin, I'm sure other parts of the country too. We'll have more on this on News Talk Breakfast this morning. That is the front of the Irish Daily Mail. One big issue though is going to be, apart from a big bank blunder, why Gardaí were protecting the ATMs because uh, there were images emerging on social media of Gardaí standing at ATMs preventing people from taking out money and this will certainly be a question that will be asked why are the guards getting involved in a banking mistake I'm sure the Gardaí will say it's due to uh, the threat of a public order incident mind you some people who are in these queues or passed by will say that it was all very orderly there was no public order incidents but the Gardaí clearly got a call from Bank of Ireland and uh, for whatever reason decided that they were going to go and protect the ATMs and as I say they'll probably say it's due to the threat of public order but a lot of this is to do with optics as well because we're hearing so much particularly about antisocial behaviour in Dublin people saying we don't have enough Gardaí and yet when the banks ring Gardaí are able to be deployed to the ATMs so it looks like there's going to be an awful lot of questions including why couldn't the bank just turn off the ATMs, rather than having Gardaí protecting the ATMs and stopping people taking out money, is there no way that the bank could have just turned off the ATMs? I'm not sure uh, what the answer will be, but there will be lots of questions asked about it. The front of the Irish Independent, RT ignored its own payroll to understate Tuberty's wages. Pressure now mounting on RT to publish the full report into Ryan Tuberty's pay. As it emerged, the national broadcaster ignored its own payroll system to understate its star presenter's pay. This is the Grant Thornton report, which the Irish Independent has had some access to, although Minister Catherine Martin only got it yesterday evening. Uh, but they, uh, the report says apparently that Ryan Tuberty was entitled to a bonus of €120,000 but he waived it. That's also the front of the Irish Times, which says that the report puts focus now on the role of Ortiz Auditor. RT Auditor Deloitte has been drawn into the controversy over Ryan Tuberty's pay after accountants Grant Thornton examined the firm's role in the affair. Uh, I imagine that report will be published today and there'll be a lot more on it. Also on the front of the Irish Times, recreational drugs detected in more than 10% of cardiac intensive care patients. This is according to a new study for an international medical journal. So they're looking at people who needed cardiac intensive care and they found that in more than 10% of cases, recreational drugs were found in the system. The most frequently detected drug was cannabis, followed by opioids, 
cocaine, amphetamines and MDMA. That's on the front of the Irish Times. The Irish Examiner, lack of staff will harm service, HSE told. The HSE being warned by its board that it needs to be prepared for increased risk to patients and staff of burnout due to the ongoing shortage of hospital consultants. These are minutes from the June HSE board meeting, which also showed that the board has been warned of the high cost of paying doctors overtime to make up for the lack of staff. Also on the front of the Irish Examiner, they have a picture of some of the roses as the 32 roses were revealed uh, at the Rose of Tralee launch yesterday in Dublin. But there's also a story to do with the cork rose on the front of the examiner. Rose of Tralee supporters seeing red after several of their large roadside good luck signs for the cork rose were removed from her hometown for alleged breaches of postering rules. So the cork rose is Kate Shocknessy, who's from Ballancolleg, and Cork City Council has removed up to six large signs erected to support her in and around the Ballancolleg area in recent days from several uh, locations. They say it's because the signs were erected without permission and they could distract motorists there. The Irish Sun and the Irish Daily Star go with the fire at McDonald's in Newbridge yesterday and the uh, headlines are a bit light but the story is obviously very, very serious. So I'll bring you the puns that the papers use. The Irish Sun goes with diners flee in a McFlurry, Big Mac and fires and then the Irish Daily Star goes with you want fires with that miracle escape at McDonald's drive through uh, I'm sure you saw some of the images of this fire at McDonald's in Newbridge yesterday and this woman had a lucky escape where apparently her car burst into flames uh, at the drive through uh, in Newbridge. And then what seems to have happened is that the fire jumped from the car onto the canopy of the drive through uh, and then the whole restaurant erupted into flames. 90 staff now without uh, jobs currently. Certainly they're not going to be going to work this morning. We'll wait and see what the future is. McDonald's will be uh, dealing with their franchise partners and uh, obviously trying to get the restaurant back up and running. But just frightening. What an incident. And when you think about what a lucky escape that woman had. And there were diners in the restaurant at the time too. Now, we heard there on the news that there's a big campaign today to warn students about rental accommodation uh, and the uh, threat of scams when you're trying to find a roof over your head when you're studying. The Irish Times has one case study today of a Brazilian student, and really this is a warning for so many people. A Brazilian student conned out of €6,000 for a deposit and one month's rent for an apartment, only to discover that 12 other people were given keys to the same property. The case of Levi Amarillo, who fell victim to the scam, was highlighted by Threshold, working with uh, students as part of a new campaign to raise awareness of the issue in advance of the new academic year. Apparently hundreds of students targeted every single year by false landlords and scammers. Some of the scams they use is that you can't even see the property before you put down a deposit or a landlord will say something like here's some photos of this lovely place I'm actually away on holidays but give me a deposit and the place is yours and then it turns out that there's no property at all. So we'll have more on that on News Talk Breakfast later on. We've more vandalism of uh, statues in Dublin. The Irish Independent covers this. The landmark Molly Malone statue in Dublin has been vandalised 
black paint daubed across her front. The statue, which is located on Suffolk Street, is a popular draw for tourists and locals alike. I think a lot of people like the statue. You get your photo taken with it. Dublin City Council told the Irish Independent we can confirm the Molly Malone statue has been vandalised with black paint and we will be removing the paint as soon as possible. Obviously not the first time Luke Kelly's statue has been regularly uh, daubed with paint in the past, but it seems like uh, this is different in character from the vandalism on the Luke Kelly statue there. So very unfortunate and a headache for the council. Now, if you're looking for a new job, the Sun tells us that CVs are not worth the paper they're written on. Video job applications are the future of recruitment. Brewer Molson Coors, which employs more than 17,000 people worldwide, says that job seekers no longer need to submit traditional CVs when applying for a role with them. Uh, The company believes CVs may discriminate by focusing on where a candidate went to school or university and instead it's all going to be about a video application. Uh, Now, I know people hate doing a CV. I'm not sure a video application is any more attractive. Some people couldn't think of anything worse than sitting there uh, with a camera on you doing your video application for a job. But anyway, Molson Coors are going to be on Breakfast Business with Joe Lynham uh, this morning because they are one of the sponsors of the uh, Big Grill and they're a big, big employer. So Joe will be chatting to them about all sorts of issues. Final story comes from the Times of London. I know this annoys an awful lot of actors. Martin Shaw is a big actor and he's giving out about the scourge of mobile phone use which spreads like a virus through the audience in theatres. Martin Shaw now says drastic action is needed to stop people from receiving calls during plays and he suggested that mobile phone signals should be blocked inside auditoriums. He says, I've seen it all. Fellow cast members and I used to say to each other after a performance, God, did you hear that person laugh in the wrong place? Now it's about mobile phones, which have made things 100% worse. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.